happy birthday to you, a happy birthday to you. Every day of the year, may you Jesus feel near. A happy birthday to you, a happy birthday to you, and the best one you've ever had. <laughs> The most alarming piece of that song was the mention of Jesus. Um, well, not religious. Not in that. <laughs> what? Even the slightest. Is what it your Mexican you? friend? Huh? Is it your Mexican friend? Instead of the, uh, the old... Man of the Cross type? Okay. Oh, yeah. That was the house. Was it... <laughs> okay. <laughs> Did that make you sing that at school? I've never heard that song in my life. Really? No, remember that. Why did? Why was every song about Jesus and God? It's cool. It's mad, isn't it? Yeah. How culty that um, mm. child education is. Don't tell me what to believe in. Don't fucking tell me what to do. Don't presume I'm a Christian. <laughs> a crazy, <laughs> crazy. <laughs> it's your birthday. Yeah. Give me that one. I've got a blue one. I'm more on brand. That was pathetic. Do it again. I was choking on my cold. Mm. Still ill. Yeah? Wow. Happy birthday. I'll get me out on. Happy birthday. Yeah, get your hat on. I don't know why I'm sat here the only one in it. It's my birthday. It's my birthday and I'll cry if I want to. Cry if I want to. I don't even come on. Oh, he's gone again. He's still going. What was that? Gonna fail. So yeah, it's my birthday. Yeah. It's got up to a devastating start though, I'm going to be honest. Why? Because uh, a legend of the show, yeah. the staple that that really holds up the show has has come to a, a sad end. Oh, the cock cup. The cock, the ock cup. What happened? And here's the, here's the rest of it. So for all those who can't see... Um, the, the fabled cock cup is no more. The handle quite literally just disintegrated in my hand as we were setting up this morning. It was a close call. Nearly had black coffee all over the equipment. Too jacked. That's where it is. <laughs> Recording early today. It's an early morning. It's an early start. We've got a busy day celebrating this one's birthday. I know, yeah. 29. 29. I actually forgot how old you was. To be honest. Well, you forget my birthday every year, so it doesn't surprise me. <laughs> I do. Uh, that's legitimate. I only remember my mum's because it's on Halloween. That's wild. Mm -hmm. Also, let's circle back. It's not about them. It's about me. It's a... <laughs> <laughs> no one cares when my family's birthday is. <laughs> Why am I saying that? <laughs> uh, it's my birthday. Here it is again. You've got to edit this, not me. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, 29. It's wild. Yeah, how'd you feel? You're one year away from 30. I got one year to make it onto the Forbes 30 under 30 list. Calm down, cocky bollocks. <laughs> how are you going to do that then? <laughs> <laughs> By insulting people and having a foul mouth on a podcast. Invest into stocks. Ooh. Nah, hopefully. I'm going more for the influence route rather than the finance route because, yeah, I don't think any... Finances are going to change in the next 12 months. Oh, no, absolutely not. Not in this economy. Thatcher's Britain. <laughs> Every time something negative comes up, 
Mind you, then we're not helping. On this podcast, all you're going to hear is that sound. Yeah. Might get a bit annoying, that. It's about crying. It is. Tears of sadness. And emotion. It is. And that's okay, guys. That's why we're here. Cry. Cry? Just not today. But laugh about it? Because it's my birthday. If they want to cry, let them cry. No, it's my birthday. And I'll cry if I want to. Embarrassing. <laughs> there's the, there's the whistle again. Needed that injection. Kin Elson. One year away from 30. Now I've hit the milestone. How do you feel about it? I'm excited. You know, it's it's kind of a big next chapter in life, isn't it? When, I mean, I spoke about it last week. You know, all the different things that is approaching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. life things. Yeah, life things. And I think the 30, my 30s is the period when I guess I want to achieve those things. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll see. I'm excited. I'm excited. Looking forward to it. Yeah, man, it's good. I found it daunting because, you know, 30, it's like you said, people presume that you're meant to be in a certain position in life. And I used to beat myself up about that, but I saw an amazing quote that was said like, your 20s are there for discovering what you don't want to do and what you're bad at. Whether that in whether that's linked to a dream job or something of that nature, like the twenties are there for learning and working out what you need to change so you can make it happen in your thirties. That that's not the exact quote, but that's the message. Yeah, it's not gonna translate on social media, is it? <laughs> but you get the point. You get the point. No, I like it. Um I I guess it's something that I've kind of done. You know, taking that time to figure out things. Um, and, you know, that whole life, ex- you know, the expectations of life and that. We'll talk about that further down the line because that is a... Sounds like a good episode now. Whole, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's a whole last discussion in itself. But no, I like it. I feel like it's something that I've kind of subtly done anyway. Yeah. Because, you know, I'd be doing exactly what our families and generations of people from where we've um, done, you know, having six kids um, retired <laughs> by now. By now. Um, if the expectations that were on us came true. Um, but no, here I am. Childless, marriageless, carless, but clueless. Let's not beat around the bush. You've worked hard. You've, you own your own apartment. Mm-hmm. You've got a, a good, steady job. Which is, you've just laid the foundations. You've done it properly. Got a podcast. Got a podcast. He's got a dog. So there we go. Yeah. I got away with it. (laughs) (laughs) Daisy. (laughs) Negative. (laughs) But yeah, that whole expectation of life thing will come to. Um, But yeah, what are your plans? Where do you want to be in your thirties? I want a family. Like, you yeah. know, I want to start a family, develop that family, build a platform for that family. Um, just yeah, give give them an incredible life. That is quite literally all I want. Yeah. You know, any kind of I don't know financial base that I want to build is solely for that. Yeah. You know, to give family an incredible life. You got to be mentally prepared as well. I feel like you need to be as headstrong as you physically can mm. before you start like 
you know, thinking about other life, I feel like that's a really important part of parenthood as well. Not pressuring sure. yourself mentally. You hear, you, you know, you hear a lot when people are like, oh, you, you'll never be ready. You know, you're never Which is really true, ready for that. By the way. But to counteract that, I'm ready. Yeah. Straight up. I, I can, no, I can, I can 100% say I'm ready. Like I'm ready for it. I don't care what it brings. You know, the, all the kind of cons that people talk about it. Like I'm ready for it. Cause it's, cause wait. it's worth it. I can't wait till we have our conversations about being parents and comparing notes of experiences and whatnot. It's going to be yeah, so be fun. Funny. But, but you know, it's, it's like when I'm with you and yeah. we're with your kids, mm. like, and how I know how difficult that kids can be. Yeah. Um, so, like, you know, I'm not naive to it. I know exactly what's coming. I know what to expect. And I guess it's just one of them things. It's something you've got to do to be able to, you know, enjoy them. Yeah. Because, you know, it is what it is. It's like anything. You've got to trawl through the shit to get to the the good, the gold. Get through the dirt to get to the gold. That's another quote I like. Oh, here we are. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And I always liked the thought as well. When I thought about having kids, I was like, oh, I'd love to have a boy and a girl. And I got that. That's quite cool, that is. I don't, I don't, I don't like to share that. I feel like you completed it when you've got one of each. See, I don't want one of each. I know you don't. I could just have seven girls. That's hard work, bro. I've always been raised in a um, complete like female environment. Though. You know, I've only got sisters. Cousins of girls. Is that why your dad's got his own little horror room, I cinema room, so. to escape yeah. the uh, female <laughs> presence in to the escape household? escape the estrogen. <laughs> yeah, I imagine so. That time of the month, I'm getting in that cupboard. <laughs> Not cupboard, it's a sick room. It's like a man cave, isn't it? But no, I imagine it's where it comes from. Absolutely. Yeah. Just the need to just be in your own space and just soak up some testosterone for a while. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I've got a question. Go on. Where's my gifts? Oh, see, this is the thing. Right, I'm going to level with you. Because we taped in advance, right? <laughs> I miscalculated it The uh, when we'd be doing it. So, no, uh, th- this is this is a big thing with like having a birthday so close to Christmas that when you're a kid, you really don't understand. Yeah. Like... My birthday is in the same pay month as Christmas. That's horrible. <laughs> so you don't understand that when you're a kid. You kind of just sit there expecting what everyone else gets and, you know, what everyone else... Um, or taking my kids to the toy shop three days after Christmas and they're still asking for stuff. Exactly. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> but no, I'm absolutely pulling your leg. Like, I don't expect anything. Um... Like, but, you know, birthdays have never been a massive thing for me. It's never been something that I really put any emphasis on, expect anything. It's just a normal day to me. Yeah. Um, so this is nice, what we've done. I have got you something. You got me something. I was shopping with the kids. It's not something. Some... I haven't written your name on it. Oh, look, I've got your little birthday muffin. Oh, that's incredible, mate. Thank you. All for you, that is. Don't even have to share it. Don't feel obliged. I will be honest, there's not much to share. He's not bothered about presents, but he's an ungrateful cunt. <laughs> but that's not an ungrateful comment. It's uh, it's just because it's 10.36 on a Sunday morning and I'm 
absolutely ravenous. I was going to say. Or if you're listening, Monday night. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. No, I appreciate that, mate. Thank you so much for my... Uh, let me just get it out. Two seconds. You can get the dustpan and brush out for that. I appreciate my uh, gay pride cupcake. <laughs> <laughs> this man, people. ally. 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 And to that, <coughs> thank you so much. There you go. Have a bite then. I'm going to, I'm not going to have a bite. All right, save it. No, I'm going to eat all of it. Because something that I haven't done this weekend, man, is uh, completely and utterly abuse my stomach with a big disgusting takeaway. You know, my uh, as I like to control, can call it my controlled binge eating. Oh yeah. So I'm gonna sit here. I'm gonna control binge eating. Binge eat this cupcake in a controlled manner. Okay. Oh, it's got jamming. It does. Oh, well done. Good bake. Go on. I hate you for this. I fucking hate him. Do you know why? Right. Because I I, I wasn't going to mention it this week, but I'm doing really well with my diet and my fasting. Really well. You are, mate. Best I've done in months. So go me. You should be proud. You should be proud. But now you sat here eating a cake in front of me. When it's not even in my window. What does that mean? Just when I can, like, I can only eat between 12 and 2. Mm. <laughs> Look at him. One of the first rules of podcasting, no eating on the air, and he's, and he's doing it, look, shoving his face. Look, what day is it? It's Sunday. But, like, in the grand scheme of things, what it's day is Monday. it? It's my birthday. It is. And I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. Okay, we should probably let you off then. Okay. Right. It's actually a delicious cupcake. Yeah, I bet it is. You didn't bake it yourself. Fucking course not. I'm a baker. Baker, bitch. Oh. What's my? Mm. That icing was a bit weird. Sprinkles ruin it, I reckon. That's what it was. Just pure sugar. Right. You mentioned there, before we're just dicking around, what about this binge eating? Controlled binge eating. Can you tell me about that? Controlled binge eating. I mean, it's not a... I guess it's not a good thing. <laughs> you convince yourself that it's a good thing. Um, so, I mean, I've, I've spoken a bit before, but when we get to the weekend, um, I guess all rules and laws go out the window when it comes to diet. Um, and I'll just hoover up everything inside. We've spoke a couple of times about the the sheer size of, of our KFC order. Um, and I've actually got a couple of comments on that, you know, from just passing people asking if it's, if it's true. Really? Yeah. Like our KFC order. Yeah. A couple of people have actually asked and I'm like 100% hand on heart. (laughs) We sat there, we sit there and eat that order. That's alarming because to me, that's not that big of a deal. No. That's scary. No. I went back for more. I'm sure I, I ate a little bit more of chicken that you might have left. Yeah, legit. I, w- I would have had more, but I felt like my wife's eyes were turning. 
You've had enough, big boy. Stop it. Your hips are spilling over your trousers. <laughs> Look like this cupcake. Um. So, yeah. So, you know, I'll get to the weekend and I will just eat and eat and eat. Uh, and is it structured eating? Like, do you eat what you want? I'll eat when I want. I'll eat what I want. But it's more I eat for the feeling. You know, that just that feeling of just feeling so unbelievably gorged, full, satisfied. I mean, I I can only imagine that it's something to do with some mental thing that's missing that I'm replacing with food or whatever. But surely that's like what people who have issues with obesity have is where they get their main source of dopamine and happiness comes from food. Uh, yeah. And you enjoy food. It's binge isn't it? It's what people do. You yeah. know, people will be lacking... It, it's like the whole serotonin rush and the dopamine rush that we we spoke about before when you're lacking in something. And maybe you know, maybe mine comes from I do it on the weekend because Monday to Friday I'm working in a job with you know certain themes. I've discussed how I feel in that job at the moment, and maybe I get to the weekend and that's when I'm like, okay, now I need a little bit of happiness in my life. Yeah. So then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clean the nearest branch of KFC out and and be done with it. How often do you have KFC? If not once a week, it's once every other week. But then I'll always like get something on the weekend, whether it's a KFC pizza or Domino's. Have you had German Donner since we had it? No, I actually haven't. But they did open one up quite literally two minutes away from me. Well, I have that when I come to yours. Yeah, absolutely, mate. And it it looks crisp. Nice new restaurant. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, the chef's good. Binge eating. Yeah. Now, this is a period of your life that I I didn't have too much involvement in. You know, I wasn't too clued up on it. But I know from discussions that we've recently had that I'm not the only one who uh, divulged into the old binge eating. Oh, fuck it. Yeah. Now, whilst it's probably not binge eating on the outside, you're... Strongman diet. <laughs> You're the strongman phase of your life. Yeah. Please talk to me about it. <laughs> it's funny because, like, not a lot of people know that I grew up an interesting strongman. Like, my wife watches it every Christmas, you know, World's Strongest Man. She enjoys it. Um, yeah, it's a good event. And obviously, I started watching it through proxy. You know, and I really started to enjoy it. Like, I started to appreciate the um, strength, just the brute strength. You can relate to that. You love that stuff. And I was just like, oh, I admire these guys. Like, dedicate so much time to just being strong and stuff. So I started looking at strongman workouts, and I was like, it's quite simplistic. You know, like the five by five, you know, of training, that way of building your strength, working in percentages, building up, that sort of thing. And... I started to do it. I was having a lot of time off work at, at the um, at the time. I had like eight months off work with like, you know, mental issues and stuff like that. It was almost seeking something to kind of remedy those yeah. issues. Yeah. Yeah. So I had that, you know, I joined a local gym that's closed down now, which is dead sad. We enjoyed that gym so much. Um, and I was going regularly. I was training a lot. It was the strongest I've ever been. 
Um, but I was obviously eating a lot as well because I got into my head is that like, you know, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna eat fifteen thousand calories a day. Wow, that's a lot. That is a lot of food. Not with protein shakes, but with like ordering two pizzas, consuming all of that for one meal in the day. And I was having like trying to have like three, four meals a day. Sometimes maybe even five meals. All right, take me before we move on. Take me through from breakfast to the moment you go to sleep. What you would consume at each point. See, I wasn't very educated in that sense because I thought like I just needed the calories. So fry up in the morning. I'd just cook like you know any fry up content or have an actual fry up, um, and then I'd have like peanut butter and bananas and you know, different other snacks, toast, just trying to get all these calories in. Didn't really matter what you had as long as you were getting that. That was what I had into my head. Going out, having like two meal deals, but like the triple chickens, two of them sitting in the car thinking, oh, look at all these calories, thinking I'm dead good. And then, yeah, ordering like multiple pizzas, things like that, having the protein shakes as well. And it's just like, that's where I put all my weight on all of my weight back on and I thought at first my muscles are growing I got really big and I was like oh yeah I feel good but it made me very insecure very insecure and you know there's some people who can just be comfortable within themselves I'm not that person I we've probably seen through this podcast I struggle now with with how, with how I look um, with how I've changed because I've seen how good shape I could actually get in if I worked hard and, you know, I was consistent. So, my, yeah, my mental health and my insecurity just bubbled over because I just wasn't happy with myself. So although, although I enjoyed the training, my brain just didn't like it. I just felt fat and insecure. What weight did you get up to? Oh, God, I was nearly 17 stone. Yeah. For me, that's heavy. Um, and this pictures, I'll send you a good one so you can you can show them. Like an egg. Yeah, I was bald as well. Yeah, you were bald at the time. <laughs> I looked hard. I mean, I look like a proper dad. If, if someone said, show me a British dad. Yeah. That's all I look like. You look like a fat god of war. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fat god of war. <laughs> Tiles, not character names. Or I guess it was, do you, do you think that the eating came from like an uneducated place? Because that's what people, yeah. what people don't understand, I think, a lot of the time is that if you don't eat, you don't grow. Yeah, yeah. But then it's just, it's not as simple as that on the face value, you know? It's not just about consuming 15,000 calories. Because in that 15,000 calories, you could be having 15,000 calories worth of fat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You need to be... Like measuring your macros and things like that. If you're doing it properly, you know, this isn't a gym podcast, but like there is a science to it, fortunately. It's the same with losing weight is learning about a calorie deficit, which is what I wanted to learn how to do fasting, that sort of thing. And um, yeah, it's Ricky Gervais said it, I think. He said, burn more calories than you eat. It's that easy to lose weight. You know, it's that simple. So... Yeah. You know what the most important thing in it all is? Do your cardio. 
cardio. How, how's your cardio getting on? Not to continue with the gym thing, but like, how's it going? No, it, it's. I made a conscious effort after after Christmas and the New Year to double it. Um, because it gets back onto the binge eating thing. It's Christmas. I'm gonna eat what I want. Uh, what I want. How much weight did you put on over Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> a lot then. <laughs> Go on. So at present, I'm I'm heavier than you were in your strongman phase. Really? Yeah. I would have said that. I shot up to seventeen stone seven. Wow. Yeah. Which no is way. wild. Yeah. Um, you don't look fat though. So. I guess you know. At the same time, I was still going gym, still doing my cardio and stuff. So. Um, but then, you know, it's it's a it's a battle that you can't really keep up with, and you can't win when you are just out eating what you need. You can't train an unhealthy diet. Not at all. So then, you know, the feelings that you had when you were just starting to feel a little bit like, you know, a muffin ship within yourself mm. coming off the back of Christmas into the new year. I'm starting to feel that now. So, um, like you would have noticed, like when I've been with you these past few days, like I've not done anything that um i guess you haven't you know, with the how strict you're being um obviously i've had still double the amount of food that you would have been having because i'm not gonna starve myself from no 12 till two. <laughs> you don't need to you don't need um, to but yeah i've i'm hoping things it's we spoke about our goals didn't we you know i want to be back around to around 90 95 kilograms by summer um which means very realistic. Losing around 20 kilos. Yeah. We'll get that. You can do it, yeah. Just after this. Have that. After your birthday cake. Um, um, yeah. But yeah, I do I do enjoy strongman routines, and I think I will go back to it. Um, but like you say, New Year, I felt like I had a weird feeling New Year's Eve. It was like I was shedding skin. You did talk to oh, me about this. Yeah. It's like I sat there and I felt really weird. I felt like I was ready for actual change in my life. And I don't know if it's that, because the stereotypical 12 o'clock, new year, new me bullshit. But I just felt like I was shedding a skin. And when I when I woke up the next day, I was ready to diet. I was like, well, I just clicked. And look, everything just changed for me. Something just clicked in your mind on that day. Yeah. I, I was holding some bad food at the time. Yeah. And I went, no, nah, I threw it in the bin. Boom. Good man. Yeah. So I don't know what's going on, but I hope it continues. It will continue, touch wood. <laughs> oh, wait. That's something I need to ask you, by the way. Speaking of the gym, how's the, um, how's the social anxiety going? How are you getting on with that? Check-ins. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, not to make this whole episode about the gym, um, but it's my birthday. We were cussing content the other day for gym, for the gym talk, and here we are. Yep. <laughs> the turn-off. <laughs> so, yeah, um, it was quite literally the week after we uh, released or filmed the episode that we spoke about social anxiety. Yeah. And, I, you know, I was at the gym. I was going through my workout and, like, I annoyed myself so much. Because um, I was doing chest and I'm going heavy. Yeah. And I, I just wasn't feeling it. 
I just wasn't feeling it at all. You know, I'd message you when I think that I'm killing it. You know, I'll yeah, yeah. whatever I'm lifting. Don't want to say. Don't want to be a dickhead. Um, <laughs> yeah, don't be that guy. <laughs> but it just wasn't happening. Like, I, for some reason, I just couldn't get them up. And I think it was it was more of the setup of getting them up. I was doing dumbbell bench press. And I just couldn't for the life of me get my normal way up. I was just like, what the fuck is this? And this, I saw this guy. He was a little bit, you know, away, a couple of benches over. And I saw him looking at me. And I was just, you know, shake my head as I do. Put my other music on, face on. And I lower the weight. You know, sensible. If it's not working, it's it, whatever. So I lower the weight, get a more, you know, do it easy. I don't know whether it was a psychological thing that I just couldn't get them up that day. Was it because the guy was looking at you because he could overhear Taylor Swift on the headphones and he thought he was like, <laughs> no, we really can't lift it. Fuxy, dude. <laughs> so yeah, get on with my workout and then back to do my last set and he comes over to me. He says, do you want a hand getting those up? And I, I don't know what it was. I just went, don't worry about it, man, past it. I didn't even look at him. This is how it went. Excuse me, Jenny. No, no, thanks. <laughs> no, but why do you, you, you think you did that? I don't know. Just defence again. I feel like I was mad at myself anyway. You know, disappointed, mad that I couldn't do what I normally do. So that got things off to a bad start. Um, and then I think the fact that I knew he was looking at me kind of set off my so self-conscious anyway. So the moment one word came out of his mouth in my direction, it was just, bam, war, defence. Yeah, yeah. And it, it was wild and I was so disappointed in myself mm. because at the same time I was so... Um, what's the word? I was so warmed yeah. that someone gave a shit. Oh, wow. And noticed and offered that help. But then to just completely shoot him down just because of feeling so anxious that someone wanted to talk to me. <laughs> That's mad, you know. And like I, the rest of my workout then was just shit because all I was thinking about was that interaction and shooting him down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just want to put it out there. If you're watching, you probably know. Yeah. I really do apologise for that interaction. This is where like anxiety gets us though. It cripples us because like the fact that you thought Oh, someone cares. That's lovely. And then other anxieties take over of like beating yourself up and then it affects how you talk to other people. This is the impact it has though. And that's one of my issues is our behaviours, how it affects how we treat other people. Other people, yeah. But sometimes it just can't be helped, you know, and that's the struggles that we have, you know. You know, part of me deep down when I saw him looking at me probably wanted him to come over and lend a hand but it's just when the situation came and it became real i just yeah what a cunt uh i think you'll get a pass you know we all have our off days and you know it's people do care mate yeah you know it's not everyone is you know it's not everyone we all we always think that people are judging us i think when you have like social issues like we do, like we always think people are judging. And I like that's something I struggle with as well is I feel like everyone's talking about me. Everyone's got an opinion when I walk in a room, 
there's this paranoia that takes over and you think when someone's looking at it, maybe if they do want to just help you, maybe they've got other agendas or they've got other opinions yeah. of you. And that's a, that's a real struggle, I think, for both of us, to be honest. Um, having it, It's hard to get rid of that paranoia. Yeah. It's hard to judge people for their thought, like creating thoughts for them about you. When in reality, no one gives a shit about you. No one cares. No one cares. <laughs> <laughs> but we care. We care. You know, and if any, if anyone can relate to that, please like let us know because it's interesting. And, you know, I, I do like hearing about other people's struggles when it comes to like, especially social struggles. You know, just let us know. Leave a comment if we post this clip out or, you know, you see, you're watching the episode on YouTube or just let us know in the comments. Um, it's an interesting topic. I feel like we should we should dive into that at a later date more in full form. What's that, social anxiety? Well, we've done, I know we've done it, we've covered it, but like listing out times when it's affected us because I feel like a lot of people would relate to that. Yeah, I mean, an interesting thing to do would be to... Just get stories from people, yeah. you know, different, like my interaction in the gym, um, you know, like your example, walking in a room and someone looks at you. Just those little, little examples of, of times when you know that it's happened to you and you know that you're struggling in that moment. Um, just so we can, you know, share them with other people and, and discuss them. I think that would be interesting. Something I'd definitely be up for. So yeah, like MK says, whatever you're listening to it on, wherever you're watching it on, comment below. Yeah. Comment below your your stories or drop us an email if need be. If people do that, they do do that. Yeah. We've had a few emails. Uh, Boyscry2podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, I'd like to discuss it. Maybe we could read some out on the air. Anonymously, of course, you know. If you want it anonymous. Share your story. It's good to share it. Sharing's caring. Sharing's caring. But yeah. Yeah. Mate. Happy birthday. Thanks, man. One year off 30. I've got some news. Go on. After we're wrapped up here today, yeah. typing, and we're all packed away, and I go back home. Yes. I'm then getting on a flight to go to Finland. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, man. Going. Really? Going in the Finnish wilderness for five nights. Yeah. No. Ghost of the Northern Lights, ice fishing. Wow. Yeah. I'm so jealous. No trekking. Yeah. Something that uh, I, I had no idea. And obviously for my birthday. Is that Amelia? Amelia surprised oh, me. That's, that's top draw that is. It's incredible. Yeah. What a fucking gift. You know how cold it is? Um, minus 34. Yeah. Yeah. Minus 35. You got a Parker? A Parker? I'm going to fucking Finland, not Glastonbury. <laughs> All right. What are you wearing then? You just got like bare layers of things. You're like... not taking your fucking black shorts that you wore in fucking Nigeria, <laughs> are you? <laughs> you? But you just have to layer up so much. It's unbelievable. Like a base layer, like long johns and then like joggers and then a snowsuit on top of them. And then like snow, it's wild. Can you take a picture of what you look like? Of course, I'll take loads. I'm obviously gonna look like the Michelin Man, but black. Yeah, the Michelin Man. <laughs> Michelin Man. <laughs> but yeah, I'm dead excited. Uh, I think the thing that I'm excited most for is just feeling what it's like. 
you know, that cold. Yeah. Because we complain here when it's two degrees outside and we're in and we're here in in the studio, which is exactly the same as outside. Yeah. Um and we complain how cold it is. But I can't wait to feel how cold minus thirty five degrees is. Like you've experienced getting off a plane when it's hot. Hot, hot. Like when you're in Florida and the yeah. water and the heat just hits you. I'll never forget you. landing in Miami for the first time and getting off that dryness that hits your throat when you get through that plane door and you're coming down the stairs. Yeah. It's like, whoa, it's, it's unbearable. Fast. That's going to be an experience for sure. Can like, Do you not think it'd be really fun if you um, just vlog it as much as you can? Yeah. Just so we can post it out and Clips see your experience. Yeah. Well, that could be quite cool. Definitely people who dig that and i'm obviously gonna go outside with no clothes on and jump in the snow please do it absolutely i want, I want that in there balls out cock out imprints in the snow <laughs> <laughs> but with that mate yeah. uh swings and roundabouts yeah. so i don't know how you're gonna feel about this but you're you're gonna have to be large and in charge for the week okay so you're gonna have to man the socials that's fine. Hold on, you lonesome. Okay. Is that good? That's fine. So I've got two kids, a full-time job. It's fine. No, it's fine. It's fine. We'll sort it. It's all right, Matt. I just the want anxiety. to enjoy my life. The anxiety. <laughs> what was that last comment? But, <laughs> cool. Dan. Yeah. Brother. Brother, brother. Happy birthday. And I hope this year is going to be a really good one, a positive one. I think it is going to be a real positive one. And I feel like there's big things to happen this year before you're 30. I know, bro. I feel it in my bones. We're working hard. We're being consistent. Giving the people what they want. And you know what they want? Always cry too. Always cry too. Happy birthday. <laughs> Pair of prats. <laughs>